this really isn't your normal episode. But the reason you could carry on listening is because this episode is a wake-up call. And it's for anyone who's finding life hard right now and wants to address one of the core reasons which normally is actually being avoided and in my opinion isn't talked about enough. A little bit more on that later. And by the way, before I begin, I have a confession and an apology to make at the end of this episode. So please keep listening. This announcement might surprise some, probably not others, and may lose me some listeners, or it might even gain me some, I've got no idea. But hey, enough's enough. It's time to own up on something, and it's time to shake this podcast up a little with some changes. So please keep listening. So I'm Paul Shepard. Welcome to the Mindset Change Podcast. If you've not yet subscribed, what are you waiting for? There is some amazing stuff coming this year, which could really help transform your mindsets so you can experience life in a whole new way, which you might not be able to imagine just yet. If you'd like to support me and my podcast, you can do that through the Mindset Change Another Level link, which is in the show notes. And you can also find in the show notes my link to join wonderful WhatsApp community, which is very engaging, very supportive, and can support you with your mindset change journey. It would be lovely to meet you there. All right, so let's dive right in. Let's get to the point of this podcast episode. Okay, so I screwed up life for such a long time. I'm going to be honest with you there. Uh, no wonder I was stressed, anxious, and angry. And to be honest, I was a bit of a dick to be around. Yep, I was that person. I struggled with friendships due to being bullied. And this created a program where I didn't have the self-awareness to be a good friend at times. And this reinforced the belief that I wasn't good enough, not worthy of good friends, not worthy of a good life. And it kept me in a victim mindset. And that's a toxic mindset because... The victim mindset creates this horrible filter where you're waiting for bad things to happen to you. It's almost like you're manifesting that into your reality to prove the core belief that you're a victim to this world to be true. Now, I know some of you can relate to that. It's something that crops up time and time again, and it's not something to be ashamed of either. It's something that's been conditioned into you, and it's something that can be changed. But one of the signs of a victim mindset is the dread, the negativity, the catastrophizing, the constant worrying that something bad is going to happen to you. Yes, I had childhood trauma from being bullied. My emotional needs were often not met as I was growing up, and this created a negative distorted lens on how I saw the world. And you know what? Instead of exploring life that was true to how I wanted to live, I was too desperate to be liked, too desperate to conform to creating a life I thought I should be living instead of the one I truly wanted to live. Does that sound familiar? Now, one of the things that made this even harder to deal with was that I didn't even know what I really wanted. I felt I should know, which put me under more pressure. 
And you know what? I didn't even give myself the space and time to find out what I really wanted either. How could I know what I really wanted? How could I know what dreams to awaken if I didn't invest in finding out what they really were? Can you relate? Are you giving yourself enough time to explore, realize, and create your dreams? Or are you doing what I did and what most people are doing? And that's distracting themselves silly through cheap dopamine chasing habits for a short-term feel-good fix, which in the long term is terribly damaging. So we're talking about screen time, the way that you use your phone, food, alcohol, drugs, vaping, gambling, porn, gaming and shopping. Think about all the companies right now that are fighting for your attention with their alluring products dangled like carrots in front of your face, promising that you too can look as happy, healthy, sexy, rebellious and adventurous as these beautiful models from eating, vaping, smoking, watching, wearing, using or experiencing their products. And I can promise you that most people who are doing that look kind of sick don't feel well. They do not look like these models that are promoting these products at all. And the reason why is that most of these people are probably self-medicating through these products or prescribed pharmaceuticals to try and make life more bearable. And that is a sad, sorry state of affairs, isn't it? Now, I too would have popped those pills if I hadn't been too frightened to use them. So instead, I was that person who was self-medicating, using food, drugs, drink, and so on. And it made me ill. It massively increased my anxiety as my body and my mind asked me to not only stop doing that, but also to heal. Because what I was doing was completely unsustainable. And if you're doing that, then you know it too. And your anxiety will increase as your mind and body asks you to stop, asks you to take some time to heal, because you can't carry on the way that you are right now. Now, something which also compounded this for me, and I know affects a lot of you, is I did soul-destroying jobs as a nine-to-fiver because I didn't know or believe that I could do something else. I tried to live some sort of life at the weekend, which normally involved, again, more self-medicating, numbing and distracting myself from the pain I was feeling. So more food, more drinking, more drugs, sex, clubbing, healthy doses of self-denial. And before I was back to work on Monday, feeling absolutely exhausted and wishing it was the weekend already. And I repeated this for years. And does this sound familiar to you? Are you self-medicating to numb yourself to the pain of your past, the pain of your day, if it's soul-destroying, if it's Groundhog Day? Are you wishing it was the weekend already? But even in your weekend, that self-medicating just leads you to feeling even more exhausted by the time it gets to Monday. Now, I wish I could say there was an easy answer, but there obviously isn't. And I don't know what lasting damage I did during those years, 
But I do know that I will do as much as I possibly can now to reverse any damage that I might have caused to my mind and body. So I'm now in my 50s and I love biohacking. I love, I love a fad and I love exploring what I can do to be at my optimum in my mind and body. I absolutely love it. And I've never valued my health like I have over the past few years. And beginning to develop that value is life-changing. It's a gift that keeps on giving. I've never felt so well. But for you, going forward, besides increasing your value for health, you do have options. You do have choices going forward. And let's be clear, none of them are going to be that easy. They will feel especially hard for anyone used to quick fixes and seeking magic bullets because you want an instant result. How magical would that be? But this is about enjoying the process, not the destination. I promise you that if you can begin to enjoy the process of what these options I'm going to be discussing are, you will make life a bit easier for yourself. Just a word of warning The things I'm going to be discussing next are a bit of a wake-up call. They are a bit brutal in a good way. I think sometimes we all need a bit of a kick at the bum to wake up and say, actually, what am I doing with myself? What am I doing with my life? Because it's easy to stay asleep. So the first option is you can stay asleep. You can stay asleep. Of course you can. Because it's it's alluring. There's a siren's call that wants you to stay. Remember the film The Matrix? It wants you to stay in The Matrix. Back to a life that feels like you're under the false illusion of control. A life where you feel you have certainty, even though that's a complete delusion. So you're back to living that delusion of a boring, average life with mediocre habits, ouch, draining the life out of you, but trick you into feeling somehow safe. Because despite the gagged, muffled cries of your spirit wanting out, it's rattling that cage with symptoms of anxiety, stress, mental and physical health issues, trying to get your attention. And will you listen? How much pain will you endure before you wake up and take action? We don't talk about enough the emotional and physical cost of living an average life. I did a podcast episode on this called Is your average life making you anxious? And God, I got some flag. Uh, Some people contacted me and said, I'm very happy with my average life. Mm, That's fair enough. But my point was, as soon as something changes, could be a little bit of ill health, or it could be that something happens within your economy, then suddenly that average life becomes very precarious. And also... Another aspect of living an average life is that it can drain you. It can drain you of vital energy. It can drain you of the gift of living life with excitement, with joy, as you try to keep things so stable, so stable, that you become boring. I mean, it's one of the things that I see a lot with clients. I ask this question now and then, and that's, have you become a bit boring? And interestingly, no one's offended by that. Most people are like, yes, I have. What's that? What the hell has happened to me? And it's that quest for certainty, the quest for routine, the quest for so many rituals 
that literally the fun gets sucked out of life. Can you relate to that? I did that for a long time. I made life so stable. I treaded water for so long that the light went out from my eyes. And I didn't even realize that that was painful for me. So I self-medicated. Now, some people know, I talked about this a bit in my anxiety journey, and that is anxiety pushed me to the very edge, that dark day where I was contemplating whether I was going to bother carrying on or not. But my spirit, in its wisdom, (laughs) made it very loud and clear that I had to try and sort myself out in a different way because I was doing it the wrong way around. I was over-focusing on my mind to heal my anxiety and not the bigger picture, not the whole of me. And this led me to work more holistically and begin to liberate myself from my anxiety and pain. And that led me to learning to work with my nervous system, taking pressure off as much as possible by changing my lifestyle habits, learning to breathe properly, finally exercising properly, and finding a way to wake up and discover my true path. And I'd say to you, do your best to wake up and find your true path. I know this is hard, really hard. It takes work and courage and radical honesty to give yourself the time, the space, to go that deep into yourself to find out what you truly want and how you truly want to live. How many of you can actually say, I've done exactly that? If you have, that is phenomenal. That level of investment in yourself will be a gift that keeps on giving. But it can feel like a big risk to do this because that means you're going to have to change a lot of things that you are using to try and feel safe around you. And one of the biggest risks that I know that some people make, because this is what I do for a living, is to get help to do this too. Now, I know 100% I wouldn't be where I am now without mentors, without coaches, without training. But I had fallen for for far too long, the idea that I could wake up and do this all by myself. This was another trap which would take me so far, so I'd feel like I was doing something, felt positive, but it would just then begin to lead me back into the old familiar ground of treading water, where I'd feel safe. I could moan about it. I could feel frustrated. I could say I was in pain but I was taken back to my familiar zone, my comfort zone, which wasn't even that comfortable. And this is an affliction that affects so many people because it's painful. But living a life where you are the walking dead is hard, very hard. Feeling life being drained from you as you go from one groundhog day to another as you are numb your pain by over-binging and consuming content from your fridge, screens, and whatever bottle you have nearby, is hard. 
And you're going to have to choose your heart. You're going to have to become a more of a warrior of life, not to fight it, but to look life in the eye and say, do you know what? I've had enough of sleepwalking. No more living with compliancy, apathy. No more feeding the fat cats and parasites, feeding off of your desire to numb your pain with their brightly colored products, but claiming this is what successful living looks like. Do you know, I saw an advert this morning for ice cream, right? Showing people partying in the desert like they were living life to the full because they ate this ice cream. <laughs> what planet are we living in where <laughs> that's a narrative? They're saying no to those false narratives, trying to allure you to living a certain way. Saying no to believing the false narratives in your mind, trying to protect you from a fantasy negative future that doesn't even exist. Say no to being disconnected from yourself. Say no to resisting your life. No to resisting reality. No more distractions. No more poisoning your body. No more living a lie so you can feel safe. Stop living like this. Say no to fixating on a destination to measure yourself by. This will just make you feel miserable, low in confidence, low in self-worth, saying, I'm not there yet, so I'm a failure. Say no to quick fixes and seeking magic bullets out of frustration and low resilience. And start to say yes to a lifetime of challenges in thriving, flourishing, mindset change and growth, which is hard. I know it's hard, but I promise you, it will change you in ways you can't imagine. And it will be that gift that keeps on giving. Be a warrior to life. Be a warrior in your life. Say yes to life. Say yes to this miraculous one chance of you being alive. I mean, think about it. 13.8 billion years of the universe has led to this very moment where you are alive. You are completely abundant, privileged, and in a place which you're hearing me telling you, wake up. Be a warrior of your life. Time to remove that amnesia, that block inside your head, which has led you to have forgotten how phenomenal you are and what you are truly capable of. It's time to free yourself of the shackles of your mind and realize the truth of who you are. Wake up in the morning and say yes to your day. Yes to the excitement. Yes to the peace. Yes to being healthy, the joy. Yes to the love. Yes to helping others. Yes to the inspiration and challenges. And yes to the failures that will help you grow and thrive. Yes to being a miracle. Yes to knowing you are always in the right place, in the right time, within the right circumstances. And you get to choose how you perceive what's happening around you. Yes to knowing life happens for you, not to you. Yes to knowing we don't attract what we want, 
We attract what we are. And yes, to the abundance that knows you have everything you need this very moment. You do. The idea that you don't is a story based on your past, on a future that doesn't exist right now. Yes, you've got responsibilities in your future. We know that. But right this very second, see if you can tap into that feeling that you have everything you need this very present moment. And you become free from your stories of your past and future. And if you can feel that abundance and gratitude for what you have right this very second, remember, we don't attract what we want, we attract what we are. This is powerful stuff. Now your ego... (laughs) It's going to do its best to prove that whatever you believe about yourself and your reality, and that's how your reticular activating system, your brain's filter, will work for you. It will filter life out from your belief systems. So you have a choice. Challenge and change the beliefs that taint your world with darkness or keep them and experience a life in an illusion of negativity. Alternatively, Begin to focus on believing in yourself. Believe in the yeses that you create for your day. Now, I'm saying this every morning, I promise you. Yes to all these wonderful things. And begin manifesting and believing that something magical and wonderful will happen for you in your day. I say this every morning. I believe that something magical, something wonderful is going to happen to me today. And my God, the amount of stuff that changes is phenomenal. The stories I hear from people, and you know who you are because I know you listen to this show, are being drawn to by their minds, by the subconscious, to people, places, and circumstances that proved their beliefs to be true. And I am gobsmacked at what they created, at what has appeared in their life, what appears in my life. I can't tell you how exciting that is. Why would I numb myself? Why would people numb themselves to the excitement of life from being the creator instead of being the victim? So be asleep or choose to wake up. Both are hard, but only one of these will yield the possible results of living a life which you can't even imagine. A life where you are awake, loving, excited, living a life with purpose, feeling fulfilled, feeling aligned and connected with yourself. That's the big risk that you could take. What will you choose? If you're going to make a choice right now, say it out loud or mentally deep inside your mind. I choose to be awake. I choose to be a warrior or I choose to be asleep. Make that choice and say it deeply inside your mind. I hope you are staying awake. Fair enough, if you say asleep, it's your choice. But I can imagine most of you are saying, I am going to wake up. I'm going to be a warrior of life. But if you're still in doubt, picture a life where in 20 years, not much has changed for you. That you're doing the same old thing day after day. Think about how old you'll be in 20 years' time. I remember doing this exercise years ago, and it was like being hit with a wet fish around the face because I realized that 
I was never going to live the life I truly wanted if I carried on the way that I was treading water. So think about for you, 20 years time, how old you'll be. What does that even look like and feel like to be 20 years in the future doing the same as you're doing now? And you have to ask yourself with honesty, do you really want to live this way for another two decades of your life? I don't know if that takes you towards retirement, which, by the way, I think is one of the biggest con jobs going. You give everything you've got to a career, to a life, where literally by the time you get to retire, you're that burnt out. What's left? You're going to save up all of your money towards the last few years of your life, thinking that you've got this energy and health and vitality to live this wonderful retirement. Let's be clear, for most people, that's not reality. Just speaking to my father the other day, he said, I couldn't believe how much time I've spent in the doctors and hospitals for a variety of reasons due to ill health after retiring. And yet it was this magical dream for him that didn't turn out to be reality. And this is a story which I hear so often where people sacrifice decades of quality of life in order to try and live the best of their life in their old age. Don't fall for that. My advice to you is wake up now and live life a bit more today. Uh, We can't live, by the way, like today is our last day, like some people say to me, because that would be exhausting. (laughs) But we can live life with a bit more joy, with a bit more excitement, a bit more purpose, a bit more connectivity, a bit more with things that matter the most to us, instead of being complacent and asleep and hoping that we'll live life another day. We're not guaranteed our next breath let alone living into our evenings, living out the rest of our day, living tomorrow. None of us are guaranteed that. For some of us, as spooky as it may feel or to hear, this could be our last day. And yet we live with complacency as if we're going to live forever and that we can afford to sacrifice our lives until we retire and then try to get our lives back somehow. Again, don't fall for that. You have a future self that's waiting for you. And your choices today will bring that future self even closer to you. So can you imagine in your mind right now that there's a future you walking towards you from your future? And the way that they look, the way that they feel, how happy they are, how healthy they are, will be dependent on the choices you begin to make today. So will they be thankful to you or regretful on what could have been, but you didn't make the effort today to make those changes? I owe my future self. Kind of connect with them. I do it in a journal. And we create this life for myself in the future where 
that gives my subconscious mind direction to head for and to begin to bend reality, to filter out reality to make that happen. And if you are interested in future self-coaching or any type of coaching to get your mind in a place where you can begin to create your future, get in contact. This is what I do. Um, It's important to remove any blocks or limiting beliefs that can hold you back from creating your future. And I promise you, even today, how you imagine your future will begin to change the more you begin to open it up. You'll probably realize new values, new dreams, new ways of living that you've never even thought about before because you're limited by your current frame of reference. So we're all still unconsciously incompetent because we don't know what we don't know yet. But your future self does. I hope that makes sense. So make those choices to bring your future self closer to you. A future self that you'll be like, yes, we did it. We're proud of ourselves. We're a warrior of life. We've woken up and this is the reward. But it's normal to struggle with this. And it's easy for the mind to convince you not to bother as this is all too hard. And don't fall for that idea. Don't fall for the idea that you have to do this all by yourself. And it would be nuts to try and do this all by yourself. Get a coach, get a mentor, let your intuition guide you to who can help you the most. Could be me, could be someone else, doesn't really matter. The fact is, let your intuition, your subconscious mind, begin to guide you to resources, people, opportunities, experiences that will help call your future self to you. Let me be honest with you where I am on this. So I feel that I'm still just waking up. I'm very excited, but very passionate. And I've had moments in the past where I felt like I was waking up and moving forward. And then subconsciously, I began to find ways to create more conformity and certainty again to live averagely. I'm just being honest with you. But this has changed over the past few years. I would say I have transformed a lot and it's been incredible. I'm still transforming. I'm still learning. As I said, there's no destination. This is still a process and I'm enjoying the process. And I don't know, I just feel life is incredible. Uh, My soul, my spirit, my true self, higher consciousness, whatever um, I decide to call it. I'd like the name spirit, really, because I I like the spirit of things. It's not having any more of what I used to do in the past now. And never before have I been guided to meet the right people and find the right opportunities to grow and thrive like I've never done before. It was like a roller coaster in lots of ways, in a good way. Um, And I've been guided to meet the right coaches and mentors, which have challenged me, who have challenged me, to create powerful change. And they've challenged me, to be honest. That radical honesty is always being held up like a mirror, There's no getting away from it. And as Dan Sullivan says from Strategic Coach, that's been a help to me hugely 
is that all progress starts with telling the truth. So dropping the delusions has been an essential part of growth. And that's what I help clients with too. But it means the more honest we are, the more our old traumas and baggage from the past now get an opportunity to rise to the surface for us to use whatever healing modality we resonate with to help us let go, heal and feel lighter. Because it's harder, much harder, to be awake and to live life and to climb the next peaks in life weighed down by emotional baggage distorting the way you experience the world. So it's important that you learn how to heal so that when you're experiencing an old bit of trauma, bit of tension, that you know what to do. And I would say that my ABC anxiety freedom technique is a very powerful healing modality because it gives you a lot of choices and it works with how the brain works and body works. Um, You can ask me about that. You can contact me about that. Because once you use an ABC technique or whatever healing modality you've got to hand, you're becoming lighter and lighter. And it changes the way, again, the way that you see your world. So you can continue progressing and climbing higher. Every day when I wake up, I can't wait to get out of bed. Now, I know for a lot of you, you're not in that place right now. But you are in the right place at the right time, in the right circumstances. And you're hearing this for a reason. And I want to help you feel as excited about life as I do. Just imagine if you could pass that on to others as well. And you begin to change your life inspires others to do the same. Just imagine a ripple effect as by you waking up, by being more authentically you, by feeling lighter, you get to help others do the same. What a world we'd live in. So I would say to you, to help you with your progress, if you've never done one of my healing meditations or hypnosis sessions And enjoy the process, enjoy the challenge of healing and letting go. And please share them with others so they can do the same. And also to help me, to help you, I would love your honesty through contacting me in the show notes in how I can improve this podcast to help you elevate, to help lift you up, to help you create the life that you truly want. I'm here to serve you. I'm here to help you. So I talked about at the beginning of this episode how I've got a confession to make. So here's some honesty from me. Okay, this is a, I feel a little bit of tension here, a little bit of vulnerability. Um, So I recently did an interview with uh, Jake Eagle, author of the incredible book, The Power of All, loving a bit of microdosing of uh, mindfulness. I love that conversation. And he's so perceptive, very perceptive. And he said to me after the interview that I was hiding from him. He said that during the interview, he noted I said partner during a conversation. And I didn't refer to their sex and I didn't refer to their name. 
Now that hit home. Because I don't want to hide. But I do hide the fact, for some reason, and I'm sorry I do this, I hide the fact on this podcast that I'm gay. I mean, I do think it's not really anyone's business. We don't discuss everyone else's sexuality when they're on this show. Um, So I didn't discuss mine. But I do think there's an element of hiding here. And I'm not doing that anymore. And I think part of me was hiding because what if people didn't want to listen to the show if I was out as a gay person? But in all honesty... That's none of my business. If someone chooses not to listen to this show because of my sexuality, that's their choice. Nothing to do with me. And me hiding is a bit hypocritical. Because how can I promote being honest with yourself, life, and the people around you if there's an element of me hiding here? So here's a promise. No more hiding. Just me being me. And if that isn't good enough for someone who has issues with that, then this podcast isn't right for them either. And I'm sorry to lose you. But again, that's nothing to do with me. That's to do with your reality and how you experience life. There's no judgment on that. But I'm saying yes to being the real me. And will you say yes to being more the real you? Anyway, that's my confession. That's me done. Thanks for listening. Let me know your thoughts about this episode through Apple Reviews or the new feature in Spotify where you can let me know what you think of a certain episode, as many of you are doing. And I want to say thank you so much for your feedback. It's been great to hear from you. It would be great to hear from more of you. Again, you're also most welcome to come and join my WhatsApp community to engage. The link is in the show notes. So I hope this podcast episode has given you some food for thought to wake up, to stay awake, to stay aware and see what this does for you for your day. I wonder what changes you'll make and I wonder how you'll feel about it. I look forward to hearing more and connecting with you in the very next episode. 